This is an Area Code podcast. Our big five were like very different, very different. Oh, right. That makes sense. Mine were better. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. You're not my dad. You're not my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where's Michael? Where? Michael. Did he get a pager? A page? A pager that said from Obama. From Obama, it said POTUS on it. Page that said POTUS on it. Probably. And then it went. the west wing oh i don't watch that hi i'm richard clark and i'm bethany perkins we can't stop talking about the enneagram so we decided to start a podcast where we get it all out of our system We're not experts. We're just obsessed. It's no chill Enneagram. A safe space for Enneagram fanatics. And a pretty great idea for a podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Richard Clark and welcome to No Chill Enneagram. I am here as usual with Bethany Perkins. Hey Bethany, how's it going? Hi, it's going great. Cool. We have a really fun guest today. Um, the one and only Michael Ware. Mike. Hello. Oh, do you go by Mike <laughs> or Michael? What do your friends call you? Because we're friends now. Uh, my friends call me uh, Michael, but you know, I feel like I- I'm not a doctrinaire about it. <laughs> I don't want to be legalistic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We will We will call you Michael, except Richard will probably forget <laughs> and call you Mike Oh. A couple it was more a good times. Save. So, yeah, I, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I have to, <laughs> I have to make everyone's two syllable names like really drawn out. It's a thing. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Um, Michael, you are, um, you're a lot of things. Like, I don't even know really where to start. I think the one that maybe our audience would be most interested in is that you worked in the Obama White House. Yeah. For a period of time. You wrote a book about that called Reclaiming Hope. Um, and and tell us a little bit about what you did for Barack Obama. Yeah, so... Who is a good president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I... Uh, gosh, so in the White House, I served in the Office of Faith-Based Neighborhood Partnerships, which just meant that we were, um, we were helping connect the federal government with faith-based and other nonprofits that were serving those in need. And... Uh, helping the president navigate relationships and issues related to the faith community. Uh, and then I led religious outreach for his reelection campaign. Um, served in a couple other roles, but, but those are, those are the main ones. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite a, quite a, quite a ride to be sure. Uh, and then since then, uh, I did write a book about, that experience and about just faith and American public life in general, reclaiming hope. And I currently serve 
with an organization called the AN Campaign, which is a Christian civic advocacy and, org- uh, and education organization based out of uh, based out of Atlanta. Um, but you're right. I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, are like many things. There was um there was a, a article. It quoted me on like presidential politics. The the only identifier it gave me was evangelical podcaster, which I, <laughs> which, <laughs> which I got a, a real kick out of. It was like, you know, my, Michael thinks like the future president should have these Michael, like evangelical podcaster had this to say about like who should run the country. <laughs> I'm like, okay, if that's what you find most relevant. Like anyone would listen to that <laughs> podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's like back. It's like back in the two thousands, being like uh, blogger Richard Clark. But no, one, mm-hmm. no one cares about. The but blogger. we're we're. I, I'm doubling down. Yeah. I'm doubling down on that uh, here. Uh, and then and then Richard, you 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 help. Um, you know, we do the church politics podcast and faith twenty twenty podcast at the AM campaign and. You've been uh, you've been supportive of of, uh, of those projects, and so uh, that's good. This is a good time for me to just uh, mention outright. And Michael, this is no offense to you, but uh, Bethany freaking oh hates gosh. politics. <laughs> she does not like it at all. No, I don't. Anytime I try and bring it up, why would you okay, say that? That's okay. What's the correct no. way of, of saying that then? I I don't hate politics. I'm not extremely overly interested in them. You're not overly interested. Yeah. Well, good. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, all of that to say, this is just my way of assuring our listeners that we're not going to like dig into like, I don't know, uh, some dumb segment idea that I would have wanted to do that (laughs) Bethany wouldn't have. (laughs) Like, let's type the Democratic nominees or something. The real focus of this episode and the real reason why Michael Ware is here with us is because of our shared love for (laughs) Ariana Grande. (laughs) Yes, Mm -hmm. indeed. Indeed. So. And the the affection is, is... well grounded and uh, pervasive. Yeah, I am overly interested and enthusiastic about Ariana Grande. <laughs> Have we talked about Ariana Grande on the podcast before? Um, I think she came up in our No Chill Any Awards last year. Okay, I that's think right. actually she won like Type Three of the Year, which is. Oh. We've changed our tune. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later. But um, first, we need to, before we get into Ariana Grande, you're a four, right, Michael? Yeah, I'm a four. Wing? You know, I I don't know. I I haven't done like, (gasps) I haven't done like the work necessary to determine a wing. This is a good time to mention my new theory on wings, which is that everyone just has both. Hmm. Yeah, but one's bigger. One's nah, bigger. sometimes. I mean, I think I think it just depends on your mood or whatever, yeah. and what you're accessing. No, it does not <laughs> depend on your mood. Listen, I have a massive one wing and an extremely tiny, like Nemo's wimpy fin three wing. Yeah. So oh, that's true. That's true. You I'll do. never fly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think I'm a five. Uh, I I I think and. 
but but I, I I haven't I haven't really like focused on it to the extent that I like so I pushed back on the notion that I was a four for a very long time. Uh, I thought maybe I was a yeah. six, but I did enough sort of work and talking with uh, various people in my life who know the Enneagram better than I do, and I came to terms with the fact I'm a four. Uh, I have not yet done that with uh, with uh, figuring out my wing. Michael, what's your favorite thing about being a four? Gosh. You know, I think fours are tend to be in greater touch with like the the feeling of things um and yeah i i think they're um they're able to appreciate moments and ideas of moments in um in in a way that uh well that i that i enjoy um i, I don't experience like being present no it's actually like the um so with with fours, <laughs> I um, I I don't really experience the need to be uh, seen. I, I think there's a there's a melancholy that goes mm. with being a four, and and, and I mm-hmm. th- and I think that there's like a um a, a a grasping for an ideal that that just you can never reach. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so being cognizant of that has been really helpful uh, for, for me. And having that, the, again, there's like a melancholy that goes with that. But I, I actually, appre- I don't know how I would live my life without being touched by certain songs in the way that I am, in a way that goes beyond right. sort of, or how movies would, uh, certain movies would hit me in the way that they do that is yeah. really tied to, um, to, to the things that characterize a four. Yeah. You experience things really deeply. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like on a mm-hmm. deep emotional level. I, I relate to that. I do too. And I that, also like that. I feel like I enjoy things on a deeper level than maybe other people do. Michael, um, I have this theory that uh, that would be a liability in politics. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that wouldn't that be a problem in politics? So it's a liability in a number of ways. Yeah, <laughs> one um, in just life in general. One right is uh, you can just miss um, your so. It, it could be a liability if you're working in politics because you can sort of miss just the reality of what's happening because you're too focused on sort of the ideal of what people should want or what mm. should be happening. Um, sure. And, yeah. you know, I definitely think there's that. But I, but there's also a liability of, of how fours interact with politics Um and how politics can sort of take advantage of foreness by actually huh. um, distracting fours <laughs> and the general public, you know, generally with sort of gauzy notions that politics can't deliver on. Um, with feelings, well, yes, essentially, like right. a lot of feelings. So a lot of yeah. feelings, uh, the creation of uh of moments or, you know, like as, as we'd say, you know, like viral moments do not like a presidency make. And yet 
all over our politics right now is like um, the, the dominance of the celebrity, the dominance of quote unquote, the authentic. Um, and these all relate to fours in, um, you know, really, really important ways that, that politicians are aware of and that like we should be aware of too. In other words, like th- there yeah. are political strategists that I'm aware of that are like, Oh, how could we position a campaign to, you know, attract all nine, <laughs> all nine numbers on the Enneagram. <laughs> but but mm-hmm. there are political, political strategists who understand um, the kinds of, um, uh, the, the, the kinds of aspirations and, sort of sentimentalities of the American people and appeal to those in ways that probably don't have much to do with, um, with, with being, with being president or at least, you know, the core, the core responsibilities that a president would have. Yeah. I guess when I said it would be a liability, what I'm thinking is I would just get my feelings hurt by things all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like if I was a politician, Especially running against someone like you're literally. I was watching. What was it? And being misunderstood. Oh, you just you can't control it, and that's that would happen so often. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it would be terrible. Yeah, I I, yeah, Uh, that's um, (laughs) that's absolutely the case, and you know, so think about like a like a calloused four, you know, in politics, Mm. like so. Mm. In other words, like what kind of muscles would a four have to build up to, to be at a high level of politics where, you know, to be a presidential candidate um, who was yep. who was being analyzed in that kind of way. Um, yeah, it's a really oh, interesting man. question. And I'm not sure. I mean, you'd have to be extremely healthy, right? Or you would have to be completely withdrawn. Right. Um, and I guess uncaring. Right. Ultimately, which is, oh, that's a little scary to think about. Yeah. But. So like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we could, uh, you know, I, I've, I've wondered yeah. if Nixon was a four, uh-huh. like, like a, a, a withdrawn four. Um, Man, I could uh, see that. Yes. It, you, you know, like, and, you know, if you watch like the end of his presidency, it was very much this like rejection of people who didn't understand him as he wanted to be understood. Um, It was like a giant, like in a way, the end of his presidency is like a giant shame spiral, like a classic for like, you know what? Okay, (laughs) fine. I'm leaving and I'm not talking to anyone. And when I do finally talk about this, yeah, it's going to be, you won't have me to kick around anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, all right. So uh, now that we've talked about politics after I said we wouldn't, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's go to our our first segment for real and now we get to play the music again how bad has it gotten how bad has it gotten <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful all right it's a work Michael. Of art. <laughs> how bad has your obsession with the enneagram gotten uh yeah it's it, i know like the answer i should it, so it's um <laughs> it, it's it's really not been like a consuming 
thing for me. And I think it's because I'm a four, because I like, well, so I was at like one event and I like raised, I was like, look, I'm, I'm down with the Enneagram, read the books, et cetera, et cetera. I do wonder if it's helping all the people it's supposed to help or if it's not helpful for Mm. some people. Mm. Um, and I got smacked yeah. down so quickly. Now this this was like an you this were, was like an enneagram an enneagram centered gathering, so probably not the best place to introduce. You you stood at, up at an enneagram centered gathering and you said, <laughs> this thing "You is were like, hot. what are we Sorry. doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Everyone, look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, just hold." There's this podcast. It's called No Chill Enneagram. You're out of control. Uh, so it, it it hasn't been like a huge, but what what it has. So I do like share the books with people I come across. Uh, it is a constant dinner table mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. And we, my wife and I have had very serious conversations with, uh, you know, with, with people about their types, like, like in a corner at like social functions. So it does, it has like, Uh has like taken up (laughs) a significant amount of our, of our imagination. All right, Bethany, how bad has it gotten? Well, when Jennifer was here. For people who don't know, Richard's wife, Jennifer, came to visit me, and we saw Frozen 2 in the theater. Weird choice. And it was... (laughs) I know. (laughs) And she had seen it already. Jennifer goes to Portland, and she's like, what do I do here? See a movie. See a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Kid's movie. Uh, No, it was so good. But like... When we got out of the theater, we talked for like two minutes about, oh, the, it was so good. I love the songs, blah, 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 blah. And then we just launched into analyzing the Enneagram numbers of every character yeah, yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And it was very fun. That's good. It was edifying. So um, I have been playing a lot of Fortnite lately. Yeah. Because I'm home alone. <laughs> and Fortnite has these different like... Uh, clothing <laughs> options you can unlock and I've been like what number are these clothing options like oh what are the gosh. what are the correct clothing options for a four and the answer is essentially like random black you just randomize oh. the clothing options I, I, I mean I think hmm. that fits yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that's the answer there's something about novelty <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not sure like how fruitful an enterprise that is, but if you're gonna go on it, I do think the random randomized for the four is, is probably right, Rich. Well, Michael, I'm leveling up quite a bit. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's rest, you know. It's a vacation time for me right now, so I'm enjoying it. So uh, we do want to let people know that we have a Patreon now. In case you didn't know that and you haven't been paying attention, if you go to patreon.com slash nochillpodcast, you can, uh, what do you call it? Subscribe to? Subscribe, join? 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 Pay us money? Um, 
It's pay just us money. I hand think. over your credit card. Yeah, and hand your over your credit information. card to us on that thing. We'll and just hold on to it. You'll get some bonus things. You might get you might get like some extra stuff from from our conversation with Michael Ware that end up, didn't end up on the uh, actual episode. Uh, also, uh, we're ta- we're if you give even more money, we'll give you a shout out. And if you give a ridiculous amount of money, you can suggest a, a bonus segment for us to do, and that's really cool. <laughs> uh, Michael, why aren't you a Patreon yet? Yeah, this is a confrontation. Oh. <laughs> this is a, this is a thing we do on every episode where we just confront our guests. We grill Why our guests. Why are you paying us money? I'm just kidding. hundred yeah, percent. We just announced it a few days ago, but why haven't yeah. you joined it yet? Yeah, and also I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware of the fantastic uh, uh, offers that you were making to people who did give there money. Well, uh, now, but now you now know, that I know that, and you, know, you have no yeah. excuses. You know, the and campaign could sponsor a, uh, an episode with our sponsor safe space tier, um, which gives you a pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll spot on any episode of No Chill. So even if you're just a person that happens to have $500 and you just want us to say at the beginning, this episode is brought to you by, I don't know, like D- Don... Bob. Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And you have some kind of messaging you want to get out there. If it's political, we'll do it. (laughs) Facebook won't. We will. We will. Yeah. If you want a a MAGA ad on our podcast, that's the way to make it happen. Well, okay. Um, we'll, Richard, we'll talk about your three wing is getting away from us a little All bit. Right, we'll talk about it off air, but yeah, we'll talk about Check it, it out. Patreon.com yeah. slash no chill. Any no chill <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com slash no chill podcast. Anyway. Okay. So our next segment is called Ariana Grande. She's totally a four, right? <laughs> um, there has to be music think? for this one. No. Ariana no. Grande. <laughs> Perfect. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yes, cool. that was it. Um, yeah, I think most likely, although sometimes I go back and forth between 2 and 4. I mean, there's so much 2 going on sometimes in some of her music. I can't tell if that's like Four yeah. in stress or like the fourness is a two in health or so we need what? to back up a little bit there's so much and just of like both. describe ariana grande and also ask michael have you ever thought about this question i mean of course i'm a devotee uh uh-huh. so yeah I've, I, I've thought about it uh i think four is possible but i also well let's describe her and then we could then so we could, ariana grande uh, is a pop singer yeah. everyone yeah. she sings songs if you haven't heard of her, leave our podcast. What's wrong with <laughs> you? And what are you doing? And how? <laughs> she and does. Why? And how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and you're not my dad. <laughs> um, you're definitely um, not my she dad. She does songs like Thank You Next. And what are some other songs that people like from her? 
uh, break free, no That's tears the, left yeah, to cry. Dangerous woman Problem. into you. Dangerous woman. My favorite into is. You. you guys have favorites? Let's just talk favorites. Uh, my favorite yeah. Ariana song is NASA. What about you guys? Mm, I have to pick just one. Yeah, your favorite song. Okay. Um, I'm like nervous because, like, how do I pick? Okay. Well, what's it between? Um. Why are you thinking, mm. Michael? What's yours? So I love "I Don't Care," which is off the Dangerous Woman uh, uh, record. Uh, so I didn't know. So I'm like a neo soul guy. Like that's my, mm-hmm. and that I didn't know that she could pull that off. But so the song is co-written by a songwriter from Maxwell, who's one of my favorite artists. So to so to hear her sing a song that was co-written with. It was just like the perfect fit for me. So I love I Don't Care. And I love Needy off the new album. Mm, Needy's good. Needy is Needy good. Is really good. I have to. Okay. So I will pick two. My first love is No Tears Left to Cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when that one is too happy and I need like sadder, it's ghosting. <laughs> Yeah, Ghost yeah. Jeez. I know. Those are two yeah. incredibly sad songs, yeah, Bethany. That's bleak. Are you okay? <laughs> no tears left to cry is not sad. It's um, happy. It's literally about running out of tears because you've cried so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> yeah, but it's a beat. So that's your interpretation, Richard. I, that is yeah. clearly what it is. <laughs> All right. So, we'll just leave it um, at no tears left to cry then. I just love so this that is a, song. This is, a, <laughs> this is a pop singer who is clearly three adjacent. We know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and she feels deeply. Mm-hmm. So that could be four or two. What yeah. is it that makes us think four over two? That, I think this is the real question. Like This is the way to frame it because... Uh, because it's clear, like she's not a one through, whatever. She's not a six through one or she's, five through one. She's definitely something in the heart triad for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think a two could write "Thank You" next. You know, oh. hmm. like like I, think I just a really don't healthy think... two could. No, this is yeah. This is how we do this. This is great, Bethany. <laughs> Could you see yourself writing all of these songs? Okay. Are there songs here that you can't see yourself writing? And same for you, Michael. The one I get stuck on is Seven Rings. Seven Rings is just the three wing. Just. Uh, Yeah. Just the three wing. She's just messing around, right? Like, it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When she performs it, she says, just kidding. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> that is yeah. classic. Uh, I know. It's great. Um, um, I guess, I mean, you have a point about thank you next. So a two would just what? Like. Just heartbreak. Yeah. That you never get over. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's kind of what Ghostin's about. That's what's hard. It's like, yeah, 
She's so complicated. Is, is it um is it you know, I don't know, I have thought about a seven for is a seven out of out of out okay. of question. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, yeah pretty totally much <laughs> yeah because she's so emotional like and not she just dwells her music on the bad stuff she doesn't reframe yeah it. yeah she yeah. she dwells on it but like, what is thank you next a seven couldn't what is thank you him? next but a reframing yeah um yeah it is but okay. still, All right. she, okay. no, she's not a singer. So, okay, let's pull back a little bit. Let's talk less about okay. the songs themselves. Because anyone can write mm-hmm. a song sure. that's anything, right? Like, like Ryan O'Neill. And she, yeah. she co-writes and stuff. It's about how she uses, yeah. it's about how she uses the songs, right? Like, um, like Thank You Next is this hyper-authentic, like, mm-hmm. like uh, articulation of her personal life and it's the way that she you know expresses herself the the whole like under uh l- the lowercase letter approach that she takes mm-hmm. that blends in seamlessly with her twitter presence there's something mm-hmm. very like for about her whole vibe in terms of how she mm. does music these days is particularly in the she last does yeah and that the album thank you next she like created that album out of like a very like out of her grief basically yeah. yeah like it was after her relationship with pete davidson ended and shortly before that relationship ended her ex-boyfriend had died and like it's just she just was processing her grief through creating an album, which I mm. feel is a very four yeah. thing to do. And not a two thing. A two would be like, well, um, at least you tend to be less like out outward about stuff like that. Right. Yes, definitely. I mean, me personally. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I do think that there's what a you say, volatility Michael? to her. That does lend itself to between a two and a yeah. four to, to being a four. Um, yeah, there's like a spontaneity and uh, um, but also like kind of um, like a volatile, like expressive streak to her. So I, I do think that 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 plays itself out in, you know, mm-hmm. licking donuts, but also other things. <laughs> what? Are I you totally guys forgot. are you guys aware I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a thing. And I feel like it's 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 a key oh, to that. understanding okay, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. for people okay. who don't know, Ariana Grande was the this was way before I was aware of her. I just thought of her as like, I don't know, like like one of one of many pop sweethearts. And uh yeah. like she had gotten called out <laughs> for licking a donut and putting it back. <laughs> In a yeah. in a donut shop, and then she yeah. had to do a very sincere like apology for it. It was very strange. It's such <laughs> a small thing. It's such a dumb thing for anyone to care about. But there it was. Yeah. Hmm. There's also like there's a lot of codependence 
mm. in her songs. Like, I mean, just sweetener, like just the album. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like there's a song yep. called Pete Davidson and yeah. <laughs> there's, um, oh, what's the one? Well, well, needy, right? Yeah, yeah. needy. Um, better offer. Is it every time? Is that the one where she just talks about like always coming back to the same person, no yeah. matter how unhealthy back it is? Back to you. Back to yeah, you. Yeah, back yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of codependent stuff, which that could be an unhealthy four. That could be an unhealthy two. Mm. Man. I know. Well, it's worth pointing out that she wrote a lot of her last two albums in stress, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. You, there, it's not surprising you see a lot of two pop out of those. Yeah, that's true. Um, so can I talk about a – so there's a really interesting moment on the live album hmm. during Thank You Next. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the last verse there mm-hmm. is, you know, she talks about, um, you know, when I'm – walking down the aisle uh i'll be with my mom because uh, uh i'll be you know, thanking my dad because she grew from the drama uh, yeah. so uh she, she instead of singing those those lines um mm-hmm. she she breaks and says, you know, my mom and dad are here in the audience tonight. Huh. Yeah. Uh, please give them applause. So one, that's like a that. really, it's a really I've been sweet thinking moment. about that so much. I'm like, and what like, does it mean? <laughs> right. Yes. And so like, wait, hold on. There's Stop. the one print. What's yeah, the, yeah. what's the, what's the lyrics that she normally sings? She says, one day I'll walk down the aisle, holding hands with my mama. I'll be thanking my dad. Cause she grew from the trauma. Those oh, are the lyrics. Wow. But then in this live recording, she goes, um, one day I walked down the aisle holding hands with my mama. And then she goes, I just want to say shout out to my mom and dad. They're here tonight. Blah, 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 blah. And then she goes back to singing the song. Wild. So, I know, right? Well, so her- I'm like, I didn't even know her dad was like in her life. Or has her mom remarried? I don't know. Or that like it, it's interesting to put a song out into the world, um, and, but to like she, she obviously contemplated like, do I want to sing this in front of my dad? And she didn't. So so right. I, I just mm-hmm. think that's like a like there's one way to read it that is just like oh like she was trying to be polite and like not ruin the but it, there's also like. Yeah, it just, it, it's a really touching moment. On the, it seemed intentional. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like, you know, because one thing with both like performing artists, with politicians, with people in the public eye, you're looking for moments that don't, that to your best judgment, like don't seem curated and like, Mm. presented in a way like you're trying to get a peek of like who they really are um yeah yeah, Yeah. that strikes me because ariana is one of the most like crafted um performing artists out there in terms of her public like presentation there's like a very specific Uh sort of like style and aesthetic that she's sort of image image that she sort of slotted into 
So yes, it, it's with her. You're always looking for like what is the, what is the real the real sort of deal here, and that was like one moment that I. I thought might approach that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she has a lot of moments on the live album where she's laughing at her fans. When I saw her, cause I haven't mentioned that yet that I went to the sweetener. So you guys have both seen Ariana. Oh yeah. Yeah. We both. Yeah. She cried in my performance. She cried during good night and go. Did you cry she, at your show? She did, My but guy? I don't think it was during Good Night and Go. Yeah, I'm trying to rem- I'm trying so to remember what song Ariana Grande She does. Cried. There's so many videos. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it'll come back to me, but but yeah, no, it was she she's like a very emotional performer. She also mm-hmm. she also had more fun and personal interaction with her dancers than uh, like there were, they were, they seemed really tight knit more than other, mm-hmm. more mm. than other like pop acts and their bands and their, their yeah. dancers, which I thought was interesting too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Maybe because their tour was like a year long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. That would help. Uh, here's, I'm la- here's why I'm landing on four is because I actually remember there's a, a period where like Twitter caught on that she was crying at a concert once and like and it sort of spread like a meme among her fan base that like she's not okay she shouldn't be doing this Mm -hmm. tour and her response was to to say no this is like you don't understand this helps me like this is something i do that helps me and that feels like a four thing like expressing yourself in that way that sort of cathartic Mm -hmm. uh self-expression is is really like a core value Mm. to you I buy um, that. If you're a four, cool. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. The answer to the segment is she's totally a four. <laughs> yes. Right. So this season, Michael, we're doing a segment um, on every show called "In Stress." This is <laughs> where we ask you what you are like in stress. Um, we've talked quite a bit <laughs> now about how fours go to two in stress, and what I'd like to know is what that looks like, and then I'll. I'll I'll share a little bit too if you want, but um, I do I do a lot of dishwashing when I go. Really? <laughs> distress. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's honestly like very spiteful dishwashing is what I do. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, blah, and then I go wash dishes. Um, like, um, and it's usually like, I'll show you useless. I'm not useless, kind of thing. I also um, I want to know if. Like, as we ask people, if people really feel like their experience is going to that stress number in stress, mm, you know? Yeah. Good if question. Mm, if yeah. people are aware of that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah. I think just yeah. generally, I, I, I can definitely become like hot tempered um, uh, for, for sure. Um, mm, yeah. Th- the other thing I can do is do like full on assessments of how things should and could have been that would not have put me in this stressful position. Oh, like in the past. Yes. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, Like rumination essentially. Yes. And trying to identify like this clearly shouldn't be how things are or how things had, uh, this, this clearly shouldn't be how things had to be. Um, mm. 
And so, yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll do some, some rumination and some recrimination. Um, But those would be the two, the two hallmark, but my, my general impulse is just to, um, I, I think those would be like unhealthy responses. I think, uh, Generally, I um, become very narrowly focused just to get on the other end of whatever the stressful, mm-hmm. whatever the stressful mm-hmm. situation is. Yeah. yeah. Um. Interesting. So I didn't sense a lot too in there. No. Did you, Bethany? No. I don't know about you, Michael, but I get pretty needy. Um, when I'm stressed, you can be needy. <laughs> Way too needy, damn needy. But isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but isn't it so good to be needy? Uh, it is so hard to please me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, these are Ariana Grande yeah. lyrics. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> no, I, I definitely, I definitely hear that. Here, here's the thing, Richard. Uh, neediness is such a pervasive and constant state of <laughs> of being mm-hmm. that it's it's not like my <laughs> it's not like oh I'm needy when I'm stressed it's like oh well how how are you when you're not stressed am pretty, I right. pretty I'm needy, needy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're always stressed is yeah, what I'm no I, I I I honestly. Now, these are the kinds of conversations where, like, I'll, you know, finish up with you guys and then, like, turn around and my wife will be like, well, you were wrong about this. You were wrong about that. (laughs) Um, But I would think that my sense is that uh, I can actually become withdrawn when I'm most stressed Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, or when – when something's gone wrong, I can become withdrawn and actually reject. I think there's a certain level of um, neediness or just like the, the, the openness to uh, affection and personal interaction that uh, is me when I'm at my healthiest. And it's actually hmm. when I'm, when I'm rejecting um when I'm rejecting that kind of comfort or that kind of um, that, that kind of human reciprocity that, that I'm, I'm probably yeah. I'm at, at my, uh, I'm in a unhealthy, unhealthy place. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there's something to this idea that I don't remember. I think maybe queen queen Suzanne has, uh, talked about this where uh, s- stress arrows like stress doesn't mean unhealthy you know yeah stress means like you need to uh, access different strategies because you're yeah, stressed exactly it's like <laughs> it's and, and it's not so it's not even like negative stress like yeah. stress can be a positive thing yeah right so it's more like you're alert and uh i don't know uh coming to a place of like correction right like you're, you're trying to correct for something or something like that and that's i guess that's maybe one of the reasons like i do the dishes out of spite it's it's also out of oh it's also an overcorrection for 
a period of undercorrection <laughs> where I have been like essentially useless around the house. And Jennifer is like, are you going to do the 14 things you said you were going to do? And I'm like, fine, <laughs> I'll do the dishes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, which I think is essentially a good quality. <laughs> That's yeah. a great quality. <laughs> you break a few dishes in the process, but it's fine. Yeah. Cool. So it sounds like uh, Michael handles stress pretty well. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, well, I don't pretend to do the dishes. I just, I just break them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you like them now? <laughs> cool. Where well, our next segment um, is called Bleep You Any A Thought. Bleep You Any A Thought. You think you know me, but you don't. <laughs> uh, Michael, you're welcome to join in if you have something. Okay. Do you get the um, Any A Thoughts? I do. I do. Oh, yeah. good. Was there one recently, and you can hunt it down if you want, or you can just like recall it. But um, and was there one recently that made you so angry you wanted to go wash the dishes? Uh, you guys go first. <laughs> I have to hunt it down, but there definitely, there, there definitely was one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Bethany, you want to go first? Sure. Um, this is an an old one, but it says. Today, be aware of your secondary motivations, such as to express your feelings for others, to help people, to be appreciated for what you have done, to be an important influence on others, to be intimate with others, to be necessary to others, to control (laughs) people, and to justify the demands you make on others. So today, remember these 17 things. Everything that you do, just be aware of it. Yeah. I also don't understand how those are secondary motivations. Like, my motivation to express my feelings for others? I don't know. It doesn't yeah, even make sense lot. to me. That's, that's, um, I don't think you can have 14 secondary mo- motivations. They would be right? secondary <laughs> Uh, tertiary and yeah. then fourthiary, fourthiary, fifthiary, yeah, and so on. <laughs> um, lately, the Enneagram, the Ennea Thought, the Enneagram Institute trademark, Ennea Thought trademark for the day <laughs> has been doing this New Year's resolution bit where oh, every day they tell you a new thing you should do as we approach the end of the year. Um, I would actually like to hear what mine is. I unsubscribed. Just full disclosure. I'm not full disclosure. subscribed anymore. <laughs> but you did subscribe now, so. Oh, anyway. yeah, I did. Oh, man, I forgot that I did that. <laughs> <sighs> I hate it so, so much. So this one says, this one was particularly galling. <laughs> um as you approach the end of the year, how can you throw off your vices? Remember, your ego, fi- your ego fixation is fantasizing. The habit of imagining scenarios <laughs> that make you feel better about yourself. How has this been showing up lately? And can you let it go? So my understanding of this is Jeez, stop Louise. trying to make myself feel better about myself. 
Just let just that go. Just feel awful about yourself instead. Yeah. Quit that. Yeah. 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 Do you know? Do you know what's something to feel bad about? That knack you have of trying to think better of, of yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, not sure. Not sure that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Maybe in the new year you could drop that. Next segment is called an Ariana Grande song recommendation for every type. This is where every type gets an Ariana Grande recommendation. And I think the way we'll do this um, is a little bit of a round robin, but we can help each other. So let's start with you, Bethany. I have to do type one. You can do whatever type you want. You you choose the number we hmm. start on. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, one is hard for me to find a song for type yeah, one. one. So I'm going to start with type two because I'm a two. Yeah. And the obvious choice is Needy. Yep. It's just it's such be, a right? good song. Yeah. If you take too long to hit me back, <laughs> I can't promise you how I'll react. But all I can say is at least I'll wait for you. Yeah, that's, that's good. Two. That's pretty dang too. We will. I'll be mad about it, but I will wait for you. Yep, that's good. Yep, that's good. All right, Michael, mm-hmm. are you ready for typing yeah. a three? For yeah, the song, I the think three for song? three. I think the I think the go to is God is a woman. Oh, interesting. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, there are talk so about many that. that could be three songs, but there really are. Well, I just think. Yeah, I just think three is, yeah, I think successful would be another good one. But God is a Woman yeah. is just such an assertive, confident, self-assured song. Um, I mean, it's God is a Woman. So I think God is a Woman successful are both really good, really good mm-hmm. three songs. But, um, but, but God, God is a Woman see, basically I'm says trying to it. find the lyric. Help me with the lyrics, yeah. guys. Like, what's the lyric that would articulate this? Well, the lyrics are not a hundred percent family friendly. <laughs> but I mean, I don't. This isn't a family episode a special. This isn't our Christmas special we're doing right now. So I know. I know. Um, <laughs> mm, and I can be all the things you told me not to be when you try to come for me. I keep on flourishing. <laughs> yeah, this is a very sexual song. I never realized this. It is. Jeez yeah. Louise. All right. Well, thanks, Michael, for that contribution. <laughs> Threes will love it. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Fours. So there's obviously a million options here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the one mm-hmm. that jumps out to me is going to be Fake Smile. Does that seem right to mm. you guys? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. Um, yeah, another night, another party saying hi to everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's time to leave. I got to leave now. Got somewhere I got to be now. I'm starving. Can somebody walk me to my car? If I go alone, I'm not going to make it very far. I'm happy for the love and all of the above. But if I'm being honest, I've been through way too much. Um, and then it's like, obviously, F a fake smile. <laughs> F. F a fake smile. <laughs> yeah. I can't fake another smile. Can't fake like I'm all right. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nailed just, it. Just basically like uh, I'm done pretending right now. Like you guys know I'm in a bad mood. Uh, and then immediate withdrawal. <laughs> like she's getting out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So that's one of many four songs, but there's your four song. Uh, Bethany, five. <gasps> NASA. NASA. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. It's such a good one. I need space. Give you the whole world. I'm going to need space. Um, I'd rather be alone tonight. It's just... It's just good. It's like boundaries. It's like, I just really yeah. want to be alone. You don't want to leave me, but I'm trying to self-discover. That's a five thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, six. What you got, Michael? She doesn't have a lot of songs that are, that are about committed relationships. <laughs> and like- Very six. <laughs> Right, but yeah. counterphobic. <laughs> Let's think counterphobic six. So like rebelling against, and then maybe there's yes. something. Maybe bad idea. I was wondering about uh, bad idea. Break free. Oh, yeah, maybe? sure. Or tattooed heart. Yeah, that one kind of made me think yeah. about a six when I was listening to it. It's very committed. Yeah, but so the 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 right there song with Big Sean. So it's um, uh, boy, you make me feel so lucky. Finally, the stars align. Never has it been so easy to be in love and to give you this heart of mine. And I'll never let you go. You should know. I'm never going to change. I'm always going to stay. So I think that. Hmm. I think that. Oh could, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Seven. Give me a minute. Yeah, seven. sorry. Give me a minute on this oh, one. Oh, it's so it's so it's so Is obvious. It? I mean, it's seven rings. I guess I'm trying to avoid yes. seven rings. Yes. Because uh, it's <laughs> too obvious. But yeah, okay. Seven rings. I mean, she's like, you know, I want stuff. So I'm gonna get it. Here I come. <laughs> yeah. It's very hedonistic. Um, I want it. I got it. That's it. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Think retail therapy, my new addiction. Whoever said money can't solve your problems. That's how it works. <laughs> Must not have had enough money to solve them. <laughs> That's solid. Solid advice from Ariana Must Grande. not have had enough money to solve them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eight. There's got to be some eight stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like... <laughs> break up with your girlfriend. Break up with your girlfriend. I'm oh. bored. Because yeah. I'm bored. That yeah. Oh, that, that is it. Yep. yep. That's super it. All right. Yeah. Just the title. I mean, that's what the song is about. And yeah. And then Michael, nine. what about nine? <laughs> um, I don't know. I tend to think like get well soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe even... Um, Maybe even, um, maybe even like Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's and, talk about yeah, get well maybe soon. even good night. Yeah, so get well soon. Well, it's like the last. It's the last track off of Sweetener. Um, mm-hmm. So let me. I'll, I'll read some of the lyrics. Uh, it's kind of about like. Isn't it about Literally like the chorus recovering starts. after the bombing that happened at her? Yeah, Manchester. The yeah. chorus's first line is, this is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's pretty nine-ish. <laughs> Just that one I'm line. saying nines would be concerned about writing a song for everybody, right? 
mm-hmm. merging. Yeah. <laughs> Unfollow fear and just say you are blocked. <laughs> uh, you know there are so, you you know there is so much room at the top. Uh, yeah, I feel like this. That feels a little this, uh, uh, like healthy six or something. You can work your way to the top. It's like a it's like a healthy nine, like in their in three space. Yeah, and it's not you can work your way to the top. It's like there's so much room up here. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Like we'll all eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of like that John Legend song, um, uh, the penthouse floor. Um, this song makes me think of, or at least that lyric makes me think of that. If you guys know that song, but it's very much like about everyone making it. Uh, to, to like the good life, mm. whatever, however the artist defines that. Um, so yeah, I think it well soon works. This has been No Chill In. Hi, everybody. Bethany here. Um, you may have just listened to the previous segment and thought, wow, they gave every number an Ariana Grande song except for ones because they were going to start with that, but then they didn't and they never circled back to it and you would be correct. Um, We did that and it was a grave mistake and we're so sorry, but I'm here to make it right. So our recommendation for um, any Gram ones is The Light is Coming by Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj. To be honest, I'm not really sure what this song is exactly about, but there's this line, the light is coming to give back everything the darkness stole that gets repeated over and over and over, and it's very inspiring and makes me think of ones. So um, I hope that you enjoy that recommendation and um back to the rest of our episode this has been no chill enneagram it is hosted and produced by me richard clark and bethany perkins theme music is 80s disco pop by cinematic alex our amazing logo and most of our awesome instagram illustrations are by matt metcalf If you're highly integrated, consider supporting our Patreon. You have the bandwidth, and we think you'll love all of our extra bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash nochillpodcast to join. If you're moderately integrated, hang in there. You got this. Just leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and then tell your friends about us so others can join you on your Enneagram journey. If you're not integrated at all, we're sorry. You're probably that way because of all the time you spend on social media. So just follow us on Instagram at NoChillEnneagram or Twitter at NoChillEnneapod. This is an area code podcast.